This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. with you on this Wednesday morning. Let's talk some football. Uh, glad that Emery Hunt's able to take time out of his schedule to join us this morning. He's on Twitter at FBallGamePlan. He's the owner of Football Game Plan. Find him CBS Sports HQ, also Sportsline, and uh, we're going to spray to all sorts of fields because he can cover NFL, college, USFL, all, all kinds of stuff. And Emery, let's start uh, w- with your city, New York. Uh, I'm looking at the win total. With the G-Men, it's sitting at seven in a brand new regime. Year two of the regime with the Jets is five and a half. Uh, do you have a strong opinion on the Giants at seven, Jets at five at five and a half, over or under for either team? Eight, that's the, the deciding factor. So I feel like that number seven is right where it is because you can't trust Daniel Jones to get you over, you know, seven wins to eight to nine to ten. But defensively and with their run game, they should be in every ball game. They should be able to win seven games. But I can't go higher than that. Um, so I would probably stay away from that bet altogether because it's at seven. If it was at eight, I'd go under. But right now, I don't trust Daniel Jones enough to feel strongly on that front. And for the Jets, I feel like just on paper, looking at their two deep, uh, they're more talented on paper. I have to preface that than the New England Patriots. So a lot of it will be deciding on whether or not Zach Wilson takes that next step forward. Remember, this is a football team that beat the Bengals last year. Uh, they should have beaten the Bucs uh, as well. And so if that, if Zach Wilson can just protect the football, this team will definitely smash that number. They could even flirt with nine wins based off talent alone. So I'm definitely going over five and a half. What are you expecting out of Zach Wilson in his second year? I'm reading that he looks beefy. I don't know why that headline made me laugh. He's changed up his nutrition plan. Are you expecting big things out of him? I am. And the thing about Zach Wilson, it was weird to watch him go throughout the preseason. Last year, it's like, all right, as long as he can do this, complete passes, just rack up completions and don't turn the ball over, they should be fine. They had a solid team last year. And he goes into the season and he tries to play hero football. And next thing you know, he's throwing four intercepts a game. That can't happen this year. And if he can go back to what he did when he first got out there, I think he has a great chance of, of being much better than he was as a rookie. Emery, uh, when we've talked about some possible surprise teams here in the NFL, we end up going over a lot of the NFC squads. And you hear that buzz with the Detroit Lions, at least to go over the win total. We don't, we don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or compete at the top at the NFC North. That's tough with Aaron Rodgers in your division. But a lot of people like the Lions. They like the fight that they saw last year. They they had a strong draft or two picks in the top 12. Uh, the Eagles are getting a lot of buzz. If you add a guy like A.J. Brown. But, but I don't hear that conversation at all with anybody in the AFC for obvious reasons. Because of the depth you have uh, with the quality of Super Bowl contenders just the number of teams there is there an afc team that that you're thinking you know what they could make the playoffs nobody's talking about them 
And if they just get in the dance, they could be dangerous. I feel like the Dolphins fit that M.O. When you think about what everyone has been talking about all offseason, apparently Justin Herbert is the greatest quarterback in quarterback history, and the Chargers are, are right there knocking on the door for the Super Bowl. But they finished the last two seasons in the same spot with the Dolphins in terms of at home watching the playoffs. And when you watch Tua, you, you can't deny his accuracy. You can't deny his ability to find the open target and deliver the football. He's going to be two years removed now from the hip injury. Now he's fully integrated into this office of system. They have more weapons on offense. I feel like the Dolphins have a team, in my opinion, that could surprise a lot of people. They could be this year's version of the Cincinnati Bengals, where on the on paper talent matches the on-field production. So the Dolphins is someone that I would keep an eye out for. In the NFC, just to quickly say, no one's talking about New Orleans. James Winston is back. That offense looks tremendous. Defensively, they're going to be top five. No one's talking about the Saints, and that's a team out the NFC that people need to play, pay close attention to. What are you expecting um, out of the NFC North? It's kind of interesting. I was reading how Kirk Cousins says he feels like an eighth grader learning this new offense from scratch. And then you've got the Lions, who I think a lot of people, at least from a betting perspective, are high on, hoping they do well. Um, and then, you know, Aaron Rodgers returns. Not sure what we're going to see from the Bears. I'm curious how you see that division playing out. It's fascinating because as high as you want to be on the Bears, you have to see it first. They probably are a year away from being where they should be uh, under a, a new head coach and with the young quarterback in Justin Fields. So I kind of see, see this division falling kind of like chalk where you're going to have Green Bay. Minnesota is going to find a way to finish at – not 500 because we have 17 games now, but right there because that's Kirk Cousins' game. And the Dolphins, I'm sorry, the Lions and the, the Bears, maybe, maybe you know, the Lions can win a couple of more games, close out a couple of more opponents. That Baltimore game sticks out in my mind from last year. They had that game won. And you can say that about a lot of the games they played. So maybe they finished slightly above the Bears. So I feel like the first two are locks in terms of Packers, Vikings, and then maybe a toss-up between the Bears and Lions. And you can flip those two and make a case for both of them. Uh, with Emery Hunt, owner of Football Game Plan, find him at CBS Sports HQ. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here. Emery, let's talk about uh, your former position with uh, some of these rookies coming in. Nobody goes in the first round of the draft at running back. You had three go in the second, a few go in the third. Uh, we've seen fourth-round picks make an impact immediately in the backfield. Are, are there any? Uh, do you have any favorites? at the running back position that you think if they get the opportunity, they're in a good spot to take advantage this year, and maybe they could uh, be your offensive rookie of the year. First of all, we got to take down this anti-running back lobbyist group that they have <laughs> out there, right? This all I see all the time. But in all seriousness, I love Isaiah Spiller going to the Chargers uh, because if we, we listen to Austin Eckler for the last couple of seasons, he's been begging for – someone to help run sidecar to what he can do well, and that's a foundational back. And he got one in the fourth round in Isaiah Spiller who can do everything that you need someone to do from that position, which allows Austin Eckler to, pay, to play that Austin Eckler role. So we should see the best version of Eckler, a healthy version, a more versatile version, which means Isaiah Spiller is doing his job. So he could be one of those dark horse candidates to be rookie of the year. But even Brees Hall going to the second round, paired up with a guy I liked last year, Michael Carter, that's a potent one-two punch behind a revamped offensive line. Their run game could help set the table for them being better this year, which is why I also like that over on the five-and-a-half number. But I, I'm looking at Isaiah Spiller 
going to a situation where he's probably going to be the quote unquote starter, which allows Austin Eckler to be the multifaceted piece within that offense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, taking a look at it this early, coach of the year in the NFL is is interesting. Who could you see um, winning that award and you know taking a big step with his team? Uh, we, I have Sean McDermott. He is the favorite, and then it's really kind of a logjam with uh, Brandon Staley, Josh McDaniels, Dan Campbell, Nathaniel Hackett, Mike McDaniel. So the, all of the uh, they're all pretty much similar at this point. I'm going to go off the grid and go Mike Tomlin. I mean, if you've seen their quarterback mm-hmm. room, like if they get to the playoffs <laughs> with, with those pack, that pack of quarterbacks, um, listen, you got to give him the award because he's never had a losing season. So I don't expect them to be terrible, even though their quarterback room may suggest that. However, this is still a team that can run the ball. They're going to be good on defense. They've beefed up defensively. You hope their offensive line is better. And quiet has kept Mr. Trubisky is, for all of his faults, has gotten the Bears to the playoffs twice. So if they can get to the playoffs with that quarterback room, you got to give it to Mike Tomlin. Always has a winning record. Never never a losing record for Mike Tomlin. If he does it in that division, uh, people will certainly take notice for that award. Emery, let's uh, transition to a little bit of college football. I saw uh, you were uh, doing some chatter over at CBS Sports HQ on some of these win totals that are now out there focused on the SEC and uh, some possible long shots. So uh, tell us what you're thinking initially uh, with the Southeastern Conference. I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on both LSU and Florida. Florida has, you know, the the great unknown, right? They have the new head coach in Bill Napier who's coming from the University of Louisiana. He took all of our talent away from Louisiana and brought it to Florida but he also has a great quarterback prospect in Anthony Richardson, who's going to thrive in that system. And I feel like with Georgia being in a little bit of a transition with all the losses they had on defense, uh, there's an opportunity for Florida to overtake Georgia if they can you know, get an upset here or there. So I kind of like Florida going over that seven number it was. And on the other side, in the West Division, LSU, people sleep on the fact that LSU will always have those guys on both sides of the line of scrimmage that are bigger than you, stronger than you. You can't explain their athleticism because they're coming from the South. And and now you add a guy in Brian Kelly who can coach those guys up up front along with the wealth of talent they have in the uh, at the perimeter skill positions, offense and defense. This is a team that's going to be in the mix once again. They nearly beat Alabama last year with, with that team they put out there. And so you add more talent, a veteran quarterback in Jaden Daniels who's not afraid of pressure coming from Arizona State behind a very good offensive line with what they were able to do in the transfer portal to help bolster their defense, getting another Louisiana raging Cajun to come over there. The one of the best cornerbacks in the country and Makai Gardner, this team is being underrated. And I think they go over that seven number. I thought seven was very low for that schedule, that team uh, and how well they were built this year. What about the Heisman? Um, who is your favorite to win that? Or maybe even a long shot. I just spent, 
a, a couple of minutes talking about Anthony Richardson. That to me is a long shot. We know the Heisman mm-hmm. has become a quarterback award. So you think about which quarterback can put up monster numbers this year. I know people will focus on Bryce Young probably repeating or CJ Stroud being there and perhaps winning it. But how about Anthony Richardson? You know, someone that's going to put up some monster numbers in this quarterback friendly offense of Billy Napier and doing so in a high quality conference in the SEC. That screams Heisman Trophy finalist, in my opinion. I think he's going to find himself uh, in New York when it's all said and done. When you talk about Brian Kelly, I can't help but think of the accent or the fake accent. <laughs> what? What? So you know a lot of people down there. What, what did they think of all that? Because nationally, everybody's laughing at the dude. Uh, what was the reaction down there that, from what you've heard? A, a for effort, E for nice try, right? <laughs> the thing is, I'm from New Orleans, so people, if, yeah. if the longer you hear me talk, the accent will come out, right? If you don't mm-hmm. pick up on it already. So when he <laughs> tried it, it was like, yeah, no, you don't sound like them, man. Like too late. Um, it, it's the cat's already out the bag, but at least you try to, you know, uh, assimilate properly and they'll, they'll love you anyway. Yeah. Cause people from the South are genuinely nice. So, um, but it was just funny to hear the accent, uh, change from a guy that's born in, in uh, what Boston, um, trying to talk <laughs> like he's from Bayou La Battery, Mississippi somewhere. So it's just crazy. Born in Boston, yeah. he spent how much time at South Bend? Yeah, he coached in Ohio. It, it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> we've got Week Seven USFL. I know you cover some of that, and it's interesting to check in because the totals low forties here. Uh, is, is are there any of these matchups that we could take a close look at? Week Number Seven, Pittsburgh taking on Birmingham. Birmingham is undefeated. Um, they're six yes! and zero. That yeah. was my team, by the way. We all picked teams when before the season started. I want to say my stallions are crushing it. <laughs> they, they really are. They're good on both sides of the ball. They're even great on special teams, which is huge. Uh, their return to Victor Bolden does a great job in creating field position. And they're playing the worst team in the USFL right now in the Pittsburgh Maulers. The, the mm-hmm. thing is, they are 12-point favorites, right? But here's the catch. Pittsburgh, as bad as they have been, are competitive 12 even at this juncture of the season seems like a lot so i would take the maulers and the points here in this in this matchup although birmingham will win the game pittsburgh will keep it competitive they'll keep it close and they'll find themselves inside that number but i will say this all of the over unders have been very low this made sense in week one and two when they only had three weeks to prepare for the season but right now last week everybody went over so the offenses have found their 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 rhythm all of these over-unders this week to me are very low numbers. Go over on all of them. I think that's a, a win for, for anyone that's looking to lay some money on uh, the USFL. But definitely take Pittsburgh in the points because 12 points is a lot. Uh, even though they were the only team that got blown out, they lost 24 nothing. I want to say, three weeks ago. Much better quarterback play now. Uh, much better offense um, than they were three weeks ago with Vadley now starting at quarterback. I don't see them getting beat by 12 points. They'll get beat, but it won't be by 12 points. Emery, we've got about a minute left. Tell us uh, tell us about your draft guide. It's the largest draft guide in draft guide history. Over 1,000 individual scouting reports. You won't find that anywhere. And it's in its PDF form, um, full color pages, full scouting reports. And we have virtually everyone that's in there uh, listening. Great. You can find it on our website at footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. Best 12 bucks you'll spend. Awesome. So uh, final few seconds here. 
So I'm looking at the USFL futures odds. My Houston Gamblers, 75 to one. We stink. Is this a team that we should consider? Like, I don't know. With this new league, do we think it's going to be uh, wide open here once we get to the playoffs or, the t- or just uh, stick with the teams at the top? I would keep an eye on Philadelphia if they can ever figure out pass protection. Uh, they have an offense that can really push the ball vertically down the field. But right now, the, the favorites are New Jersey and Baltimore uh, and Birmingham. New Orleans is a dark horse, but I worry about their offensive line as well. Emery Hunt, owner of Football Game Plan, CBS Sports HQ. Follow him on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. Emery, thank you so much for your time this morning. It was great stuff. Appreciate you guys. Aaron, good call with the Stallions. You're on. So your Stallions, I see them as the favorite right now at plus 170. And then my gamblers are dead last at plus 75. <laughs> we just block. I just was like, Stallions? How can you not pick them? Give me the Stallions. Now look. Off the board next. I see so the make future. Sure. Ha, 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 ha.